We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We're here to address the incident that occurred at Club Marcello on Saturday night at about 2.41 in the morning, Saturday night into Sunday morning. Uh, Buffalo police officers responded to a call of a person shot. Uh, there was a person that was shot inside of the club, inside of the men's bathroom. Uh, when officers arrived, they found that shooting victim who had been shot in the upper leg thigh area. Uh, that individual, a 30-year-old uh, male from Buffalo, was transported to ECMC. Uh, he remains in ECMC, and he is listed in stable condition at this time. Uh, investigation commenced immediately with our gun violence unit detectives and our patrol officers. This morning, two individuals were taken into custody at two different locations at two different times. Uh, our Buffalo Police uh, Intelligence Unit detectives, along with the Special Investigations uh, Division of the Buffalo Police Department, uh, were working on this case and were able to take two individuals in custody. The district attorney will get into those individuals and the charges that they face. This is an ongoing investigation. We expect more arrests to follow. Um, I'll let the district attorney at this point address that, and then I know there's going to be more uh, related to the closure. So we'll get into the arrest, and then I'll come back and I'll deal with the, the incidents of the closing. Thank you, Commissioner. So 20-year-old uh, uh, Yeramel Benitez, uh, Y-E-R-A-M-E-L-L, -L, last name Benitez, B-E-N-I-T-E-Z, uh, 20 years old from the uh, city of Buffalo, uh, was uh, arrested uh, and arraigned uh, this afternoon on one count of gang assault in the first degree. That is a class B felony. Uh, the second individual that the commissioner alluded to, 29-year-old uh, Ramon Lopez, R-A-M-O-N, Lopez, L-O-P-E-Z. Uh, Mr. Lopez was also arrested uh, for gang assault in the first degree. He was just recently booked uh, and processed, and uh, his arraignment will not be this afternoon. It'll be tomorrow morning. Uh, Mr. Benitez's felony hearing um, is on December 8th. Uh, he's been held without bail. Uh, like I said, they are both Class B violent felonies. Uh, as the commissioner stated, uh, this is an ongoing investigation. Uh, there is a possibility not only for others to be arrested, but there's also a possibility for additional charges uh, to be levied uh, as well. Uh, right now, we got one count of a violent B felony. That's enough to, uh, to hold uh, both these two people. Uh, I won't presuppose uh, Mr. Uh, Lopez getting, getting held, but I will obviously uh, be asking for remand uh, tomorrow morning uh, when he is arraigned. Uh, and so uh, the investigation continues. Uh, like the commissioner said, 
Uh, the allegation is a gunshot uh, uh, along with uh, uh, a beating uh, that occurred allegedly uh, inside the bathroom uh, of Club Marcella uh, on uh, Sunday, uh, Saturday uh, evening, uh, Sunday morning. Uh, this is uh, the, 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 the violence that has occurred uh, at Club Marcella, uh, in my opinion, uh, has gotten out of hand. Uh, I totally support uh, the commissioner uh, in what he did by executing uh, his lawful duties uh, to close down this establishment. Uh, I, um, I do not think that it should have happened earlier. Uh, the commission will talk about it and uh, talk about uh, security measures uh, that were put in place uh, along with numerous discussions with the owners of Club Marcella uh, after the last incident, uh, which um, uh, was in October, but the one before that was uh, when I'm handling uh, the homicide uh, in February, which is still an ongoing uh, and active prosecution. Uh, so um, I wanna make it clear uh, that I support the commissioner 100% uh, as to what he did uh, and uh, I, I will continue to support him in any decision that he makes in the future regarding this establishment. Thanks. I, I want to add one more thing to this, that uh, as far as uh, the victim suspects, uh, we believe they are known to each other and that this was a targeted incident. This was not random. Uh, this, uh, this, this was a targeted shooting. That's the evidence that we have at this point. Um, with reference to closing the club, Sunday at about 5 o'clock, Sunday afternoon at about 5 o'clock, and we had spent the day preparing what we needed to do uh, to get this establishment closed. Um, I, you know, when I was made aware of this, we already got the wheels in motion. So in order for me to exercise the authority under the city charter to close a, an establishment that serves alcohol, it's called a peace and good order closure. We have done this numerous times in the city. We don't like doing it. Um, we don't like to affect businesses. We want the businesses to thrive, but they have a responsibility to operate uh, a safe establishment for the, uh, the customers that attend these. I will say this about the ownership. They are very involved. They are very involved with the district chief. They are very involved in meetings. They are involved with when it comes to security measures. This is not a lapse on the part of the ownership of this particular club. However, there has to be a change. Something has to be changed. They have an extensive camera system. Uh, they have uh, an extensive security plan. They have other technology, but there is a security lapse. Something is happening when guns are getting into the clubs. Not only are they getting into the clubs, but they're obviously being used. This is the second time a shooting has occurred inside the club. Uh, the other incident that the district attorney uh, brought up, the fatal shooting, was back on February 12th. Three people were shot, including a security guard of the, of the club, one fatally. A gun got into the club. We know how that, we believe we know how that uh, got in. That'll be presented in court. They have metal detectors, both fixed and handheld metal detectors. How are these guns getting into the club? Where is the deficiency in the security? Where is the lapse? Based on the number of violent incidents that have occurred, we have three shootings that occurred on property, two inside the club itself. There was a shooting uh, a few months ago in October across the street. Uh, we strongly believe have evidence that these individuals were patrons of that club uh, when there were two individuals that were shot across the street. Um, we also have 45 total calls for service this year, including 14 assaults and eight threat calls or uh, threats in progress. Um, we worked with the club after the fatal shooting back in February. A lot of communication between the police department and the club. 
We worked with them to fine-tune some of their protocols. Uh, some of the issues um, related around the club that we believe was the lapse and how that gun got into the establishment. They took a proactive approach. Club Marcella back then voluntarily decided to close at 2 a.m. Uh, that was not an order. I did not close them. I did not use the peace and good order closure because we want to work with establishments. They did that. At some point along the way, they went back to a later closing. We were not consulted on that. They went back to a later closing. Uh, this shooting happened at, uh, I said, about 2.40 in the morning. So now uh, I have the responsibility not only to uh, the people in that immediate area, the businesses, the, the, the people that are driving by. I have a responsibility, and the place is now closed. Um, permits and inspections department of the city of Buffalo has subsequently issued a secondary closure order in violation of other city uh, uh, permits and inspections violations. The club is entitled to a hearing within 60 days where they will come before the department of permits inspections and the police department will be involved in that process and then we will um, work with them to determine whether or not they can and will reopen and under what conditions uh, they will reopen. So with that, we'll take any questions. Um, we're from the that so I want to clear up any uh, misunderstandings or miscommunications about that. Right now, uh, I'm not going to say whether or not a ghost gun was involved. But I think the, uh, the, the, the presumption here is that if it were a ghost gun, it would defeat the metal detectors. And that is wholly, in, in fact, false. Ghost guns have a polymer. Uh, lower hand grip, if you will, the slide, the top part of a ghost gun is still metal. Uh, the bullets are metal. All of the components of that will still trigger a, um, a metal detector. So whether a ghost gun is involved or not, that's uh, irrelevant to the technology that they have in place, the metal detectors. Again, clearly there was a failure in the security somewhere along the line that allowed that gun to get inside. Why was now the time? So uh, in order to do a peace and good order closure, you, you know, you can have a, a, a shooting in a bar. Again, it has to be a liquor establishment. You can have a shooting in a bar. One incident does not uh, meet the criteria for closure. You really need, by, by this statute, by city charter, you need a series of events. Um, you, you have to have multiple acts, basically, of violent crime in order for us to come in and forcibly shut you down. Uh, it doesn't mean that we won't get involved, and we do quite frequently, even with other bars that you know may have one too many fights, may have some other incidents. We don't wait for this to get involved. We have had extensive conversations. As I said, the ownership of Club Marcella is very involved. They're very involved with our district chief. They always have been. This goes back 25 plus years since they've moved a year and a half ago to the Michigan location. They uh, worked collaboratively with the Buffalo Police Department. So. There is enough at this point. I'm not going to wait for another shooting. Um, you know, we, we worked with them. We went through some of the previous issues. Clearly, it's not enough. Clearly, it's not working. There is an issue with the clientele that's going there. Clearly, people are coming in that have gang ties and are bringing uh, weapons into the club. These are the two incidents where weapons, where guns were fired, were used. How many other guns have gotten into the establishment where it didn't lead to that? So uh, this, this was the time. It's, that's really irrelevant to when a decision is made to close a club. We, um, I, I, the timing doesn't matter. This, we had a shooting Saturday night. It was closed by Sunday uh, evening. So does that mean you can't open for another six 
Uh, so uh, I, I don't want to speak for permits and inspections, but I'll speak for permits and inspections. <laughs> it says that they are entitled to a hearing within 60 days. So uh, it'll be uh, up to them uh, to contact or they'll be in communication with the Department of Permits and Inspections to set up an initial hearing date. There will be a series of meetings. It's not going to be a one and done. There will be a series of meetings um, and ultimately uh, negotiations on what we're going to tell them needs to happen in order for them to reopen. So what, what needs to happen? They've already put in metal detectors, they change the time. I know there's a lot of police activity you're doing directed patrols there. We're doing a substantial amount of directed patrols with two districts. It's right on the border of A and B districts. So both A district and B district are doing directed patrols. But um, I don't want to get into negotiations at a press conference. Uh, but some of those things you mentioned are going to be a, a part of it. Um, you know, one of the other things, and I've already said this today, is that security, clearly there was a failure at the security level. How are these weapons coming in and how are these things happening? So those are things that are going to be addressed. Yes, Dave. No, you, it must have been a misunderstanding. We did not say that they were involved in a prior shooting. We were, I was talking, or either John or I were discussing prior shootings that occurred there. There was no allegation that these two were involved in any of the prior incidents that occurred at the club. Anyone else? Um, to, I mean, to be clear, this is not, there's no hate crime kind of thing. No, th these are, they are, all the evidence we have at this time is that they are known to each other and that this was a targeted shooting. Uh, we are very confident in that. This is not a hate crime. There's nothing at this point remotely that would point to a hate crime targeted at the club or the patron. I'm curious, just with all the security measures they put in, 80 plus cameras that they have, the fence, the meetings that you guys had constantly, what do you think's not working? I understand there's a failed security at some point that happened yesterday, but what's not working? Failed security. How are these guns getting into the club? There's metal detectors. There's, there's uh, um, you know, wands. Clearly, something is happening, and if a gun got in through uh, the back, somehow through one of the fences, and we talked about that before, what was done on the perimeter, so more has to be done. It's, there's a lot of bars in the city of Buffalo. There are a lot of nightclubs in the city of Buffalo, and we are not seeing shootings to this magnitude at any of these other locations. When we have peace and good order closures were, uh, were, were, uh, were done, they were posted, and they were shut down. We are going to work with Club Marcella on that exact uh, issue. Yes. Can you talk about the beatings? That we, I hadn't heard that before, that this was not just You want to address that? The, the allegation was that there was um, a shooting and some physical contact with the victim by the alleged perpetrators or their accomplices. Was that before or after the shooting? I, I'm not going to comment on that. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.